Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending March 24, 2022. I'm your host, Laura Bardowick, and today I'm joined by Equity Portfolio Manager, Olga Bezrikov. Olga, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Laura. So, Olga, I was thinking the three stories we could touch on today are the progression of the Ukraine war, of course, very topical at the moment and for the past two months now, um, economic data releases in Europe, And then finally, hop back to U.S. soil and discuss Powell's comments on Monday and how that ties into equity market movements. So if that all sounds good to you, maybe we could start off with the war in Ukraine. You know, could you just highlight for us what some of the latest developments are that might impact investment decision making? Yeah, absolutely. So the war in Ukraine enters its second month and the situation on the ground, as well as its impact on global economies and markets, remain very fluid. The U.S. President Joe Biden is meeting with NATO and the G7 leaders this week to discuss further sanctions on Russia, with additional U.K. and U.S. sanctions announced just Thursday morning. In retaliation for existing economic pressures, Russia demanded this week that gas purchases made by unfriendly countries will have to be paid in rubles. In an effort to support Russia's currency and demonstrating intention of using the energy markets to exert pressure on Europe. The Russian stock market partially reopened on Thursday after its longest shutdown, allowing trading in 33 of the 50 companies listed on the Moscow exchange. There are some rules in place, such as a ban on short selling, in addition to the earlier restriction on foreigners exiting local shares. Russia also indicated that the sovereign wealth fund will step in to purchase local equities, essentially promising to prop up the market. Overall, what this means is that there is now an indication of trading in the local market in Russia. However, the current restrictions mean that the foreign investors who account for the majority of the market's free float are absent. And so there is no efficient price discovery, making it not a properly functioning market at this time. Wow, those are some major developments this week. Um, Interested to see how that continues to develop, especially with Russia's reopening of their stock market. Um, maybe partial now, but we'll see in the future. Exactly. As long as we're you know, starting off across the pond, maybe we could broaden scope here and talk about some recent developments in economic data releases. You know, What should investors be paying attention to in European economic data releases in particular? So we had a slew of economic data come out this week, um, which have been mixed. Notably, on the consumer confidence side, um, it has fallen sharply in March by more than expected to minus 18.7 as the war in Ukraine is weighing on sentiment. On the manufacturing side, however, while the March PMI numbers that came out this week for the Eurozone, Germany, France and UK were mixed, with some of them decreasing and some increasing marginally from prior levels, they all came in above expectations and are all also above 50, which is still indicating the expansion. This is a reasonably good outcome for the European economies. And of course, inflation. In the UK, inflation rose to a 30-year high in February, coming in at 6.2% year over year, and higher than the market forecast of 5.9. Following these figures, the UK Chancellor unveiled a slight easing of fiscal policy in his spring statement in order to help with the cost of living crisis. So as long as we're talking about economic data releases, maybe we can bring that over to the U.S. Powell made some comments at Monday's National Association for Business Economics Conference. Can you detail some of these and tie those into equity market movements? Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of inflation influencing policy, on the monetary side in the U.S., 
Following the Fed's decision last week to hike rates by 25 basis points, Jerome Powell did speak at the conference on Monday. The tone of the speech was undeniably hawkish, with Powell reiterating concerns around the risk of an extended period of high inflation, and also making it abundantly clear that the Fed is prepared to raise rates even if it means slowing down the economy. Last week, Paul Eidelman talked about the Fed having grown increasingly worried about inflation, and we definitely got the message loud and clear this week. The Fed's current focus is really on restoring that price stability and controlling inflation at any cost. With this more aggressive tone, Powell also indicated that the Fed is prepared to do a 50 basis point hike at the, at the next meeting if that is needed. Now, while the equity markets initially did sell off following his comments, they have largely recovered since then, while the route in the U.S. Treasuries has deepened. Now, what does this mean for the investors going forward? It should be noted that the market has been pricing in a significant number of rate hikes already, and the risk of higher interest rates has likely been behind some of the declines we've seen year to date and the associated volatility in the equity markets. This does suggest that much of the impact is now baked in and that equities are likely in for a digestion phase going forward rather than for incorporating this hawkish rhetoric from a neutral state. Okay, so more to come, but it's already baked in, so no major surprises here at the moment. Exactly. Um, that's very helpful. Thank you. All right, this, that's all the time we have for today, unfortunately. Olga, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you all for joining us as well. We hope to see you next time and hope you have a great week in the meantime. <laughs>